With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Jim Mailbag, everybody. Uh, I'm Andrew Jupin, alongside the whole crew, Stephen Sadak, Christopher Cabin, Eric Siska, Gene Hackman. <laughs> I was going to say, I play the whole. <laughs> uh, this is indeed the November Mailbag. Let's get right into it. Steve Sadak, start us off here in our letter reading. Okay, uh, duped by a movie trailer. Uh-oh. Hey, guys. My name is Charles from Michigan. Oh, that's his full name is Charles from Michigan. Good oh, no, yeah, oh, the from Michigan family, of oh, course. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Charles F. Michigan. <laughs> Charles F. Well, Mich- it was Charles Vaughn, Michigan, but they changed it. Yeah, yeah, Remember no. Michigan T-Frog from Michigan the Frog? <laughs> right, guys? Yeah, it's uh, like a James Gray movie. Uh, surprisingly, we don't get more letters. Oh, that's why. Uh, no, I've uh, been a listener for four years now. My question is, have you ever been completely duped by a movie trailer before? Uh, where the trailer shows you one movie and you get another you weren't really expecting. Right, right. Yep, I have an example. Uh, my mother okay. and I wa- used to watch a lot of TV together when I was a kid, uh, mostly Nick at Knife kind of stuff. Uh, Nick at Knife? <laughs> Night. Oh, pardon me. Uh, it's, Nickelodeon, it's Nickelodeon after dark. And you're going to sit down and watch this. I got a knife. <laughs> yes, this episode, this rerun of I Love Lucy will kill. <laughs> yes. Uh, it will kill. Uh, our favorite show was Taxi. Good nice. idea. Uh, Rieger. So when we saw the trailer for 1993's Jack the Bear, starring Danny DeVito, mom Jesus. decided we wanted to go. See, we were going to go see it, which was kind of a big deal. My mother wasn't such of a movie goer, and I was 12 at the time. Uh, the, the fuck f- is Jack the Bear? He's like a fa- like I think he's like a single father. We're gonna learn about oh, Jack. Yeah, oh, no, oh, oh, I see. Oh, oh, this Charles Charles's letter gets okay. into it. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, when the trailer shows Danny DeVito, what the trailer shows is Danny DeVito goofing around and playing with his children a bunch, just a big baby man. Sure. So we were expecting a lighthearted comedic romp. Uh, however, the movie took a couple of turns that the trailer didn't really allude to. For starter, my mom wasn't expecting the scene when, when it, where DeVito, who has a Svengoolie-like horror TV show, I don't know what that means. I think he's one of them yeah. that are like, you know, like local cable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Pro- Robert Prosky and um, Gremlins 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Svengoolie's an actual guy. Oh, and I've right. actually seen his show, and uh, it's not really for me, but it's sort of <laughs> one of those things where a guy wears fun makeup, comes outside. Would sure. children and, like it? Is it a ch- for his children? No, it's for nighttime creeps. Oh, it and, is okay. Um, he just introduced like a horror movie. It, it, it's it's not like um, MST3K. It's yeah, just it's, like I'm the guy like Elvira, like Elvira, 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 Joe Bob Briggs, yeah. exactly like a creature feature. 
Okay. Um, gets uh, where was Sven, who has a Venguli like horror show gets blasted on TV and spouts a bunch of hate speech against Jewish people and African Americans. What the fuck? Including an N bomb. What? Uh, I and, have to watch this movie. And again. thank you, dear listener, for writing out N bomb. I truly appreciate that. Uh, I remember my mother being horrified and loudly explaining to me that she didn't know this was going to happen. Someone shushed her. She shushed up, and it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Then later in the movie, spoilers for Jack the Bear, by the way, <laughs> the Nazi next door, played by Gary Sinise, kidnaps DeVito's youngest kid. Oh, what yeah. the sweet <laughs> fuck? And this movie's called Jack the Bear? I've got to see this. When the kid returns later in the movie, he's mute and shell-shocked like he'd gone through some shit. What? While he, uh, while what this is this fucking movie? <laughs> While this was going on, my mother had her face in her hands, muttering, What did he do to that baby boy? (laughs) Over and over again. You know what, Ma? Just pack up and leave. Uh Uh, Guys, can you do the rest of this? I gotta go watch Jack the Bear. (laughs) I think I remember uh, there being a dog murder in there as well. God. On the ride home, my mother isn't talking. We didn't even have dinner after going home. Mom just went to bed. Oh, was it the kid's fault that Jack the Bear was, you know, adult-themed? Beat this kid. The next day, everything was just fine, uh, but I know that when she passed in 99, we had never talked about this movie again. Uh, looking back, it's funny to me how horrified she was uh, af- about subjecting me to such terrors. It's kind of funny to us, too. I was already a gore hound at this point, uh, but I watched uh, those when I went to Dad's house. Right, that's what, that's what uh, divorced dads are there for. Mm-hmm, for. For burgeoning horror hounds and second presence. Uh, so, <laughs> ha- when have you guys been duped by a trailer? Thanks for the years of funny, Charles. Well, thank you, Charles, and sorry okay, about your mom passing away in '99. Uh, I, I'll say this: I got duped in a, in not in the way that Charles is talking about, but literally last week, I got duped by fucking Thor Ragnarok oh, because really? I had the audacity to go to that movie thinking the trailer hadn't literally shown me everything about that movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there was not a single fucking surprise left for me. I mean, I liked it. It's funny. But Jesus Christ. And I know there's like no way to hide that the Hulk is in that movie. Yeah. But like watching that scene that we all saw in the preview, it's like just... Just fucking get to it. I know yeah. what's behind that goddamn door. You're waiting for that haircut to happen because those wigs are bad in that movie. I don't know why. The <laughs> wigs are usually good in those movies. Um, I was duped by Watchmen. Um, I didn't oh. like. You were Zach- like, this movie looks great. I, I I didn't like 300. I didn't like Zack Snyder. And I was like, you know, you really can't make a movie out of Watchmen. But then that trailer, came, oh, this looks super sweet. And like, mm-hmm. even now, like if you watch that trailer, it's kind of sweet. Because there's like legit elements in that movie that work. But- yes. Not for the whole three hours or no, however the, the fuck long minutes, I was stuck there. Three minutes with the Smashing Pumpkins, you got me. <laughs> well, like you, Steve, I was a little befuddled by the Manchester by the Sea trailer. Oh, really? You were like, this looks fucking hilarious? Well, <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of just like, uh, like, oh, oh this, this old mope has to learn to go back home <laughs> yes, and yeah. take care of his nephew. Yeah. And, and they're just going to have an adventure. There's not going to be a house fire. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, man? You're not really getting buns in the seats when you fucking reveal children burned to death in a fucking house fire. Spoiler spoiler alert alert. for Manchester by the Sea. It's been a year. You had a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I mean, this must have happened to me a hundred times, but yeah. I can't really remember specific ones. They're they're definitely out there. I did know I was excited for uh, the Phantom Menace. Because, oh yeah, well, sure. The fucking lightsabers in that fucking trailer. You got Duel of the Fates. It's sort going. of like it's sort of like what you were saying about Thor Ragnarok. That was, right. They showed the best parts in the trailer, and the movie was unwatchable. I, I haven't seen mm. Thor Ragnarok yet as of this recording, so I don't know if that's true for Thor, but for the Phantom Menace. That movie is unwatchable. I guess I also was duped by the film trailer, the trailer for Catfish, because for some reason, as I've said this before, <laughs> yes, when I went right. to go see that movie, I turned to my fiance and I said, "This is that movie about devil worshippers," and she said, "What?" <laughs> and the movie started, and and uh, and the movie certainly wasn't about that. There's one part that almost gets like creepy, and she like we both look at each other and I'm like, "This is when the devil worship is gonna start." <laughs> And it's like, no. It's just some shut-in, like, look at my paintings. <laughs> look at my paintings. That fucking movie sucks. It's not very good. Uh, <laughs> so that's, 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 that's that. There you go. All right, Chris Cabin. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, collateral Ignorance. No, that's the fucking alternate title for this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, dear WHM guys, my name is Gideon from Thanks Grand Thanks for the Rapids. Bible. <laughs> How long have you been holding that in? Since I printed this out for everyone. <laughs> Eric says, thank you, Gideon. Gideon's, uh, Gideon's sitting at home listening to this recording like, wow, it's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I thought of that, too, and I was like, I'm going to say it anyway. But he, probably, <laughs> but he probably does have a stamp with his name on it. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. We got to Grand Rapids, and this is And this is a story about how your episode on Collateral Beauty led to one of the most uncomfortable movie-watching experiences I've ever had. Oh, man. That actually happened to the people sitting around us in the theater. We yeah, went to see that we, fucking movie. We ruined that trash fire for everybody. <laughs> um, earlier this year, my girlfriend and I went on a, a trip down to South Carolina for a week. And right, on right. our trip back home to Michigan, we decided to spend a couple days with her brother and sister-in-law in Nashville. Nice. Yeah, nice town. Um, I had only met them once before this, the Thanksgiving before, so needless to say, I was still trying trying hard to make a good impression, and man, isn't that the worst. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. the w- worst part of life. <clears throat> it sucks, man, because like, I'm sitting there, right? I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I know I'm a fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So I have to pretend for the next like 48 hours that yeah. I'm not human trash. Exactly. It really stinks. And that I would rather be in my boxers watching fucking <laughs> yeah. a Marvel movie a for big, the third fat time. Fucking Jay and yeah. Iron Man 3. Yes. It's like, oh, barely so, clothed. Well, what did you guys do? What did you guys get up to last night? I was like, oh, I didn't stay up to watch Best of the Best 3 until 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> for the fourth time. Uh, yeah, I, was, uh, I was being an adult, going to sleep, doing things like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the night that we arrived, it was pouring rain in Nashville and unseasonably cold. So her brother suggested that we rent a movie and just hang out for the night. As we scroll through the available movies, the cover of Collateral Beauty pops up. My girlfriend's sister-in-law says, oh, that looks so good. I love Will Smith. Oh, she's going to be disappointed. <laughs> um, immediately, I felt the situation slip out of my control. I had already... <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> Yeah, I watched the movie. I know what I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I had already listened to your guys' episode on this movie for the worst of 2016, 
and I had resigned myself to never putting myself through the torture of actually viewing it. <laughs> yeah, good and, decision. Uh, yeah, well, that's smart. Uh, you think this uh, 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 girlfriend's sister-in-law is stoked for that fucking orc cop movie that he's going to be in? Oh, oh uh, Bright? Bright. Yeah. More By like David dim. Ayer. <laughs> More, where, well, well, oh, that please. More, bright. More like dim. <laughs> Thank God we got that in. All See right, that good. we don't good. need the rim shot for that. We need like the tap a tap. Oh like, yeah, the, little, the roll up. Give a little tappy tap. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know music terms. Maybe she's not. Were uh, you talking about a drum roll? Yes, a drum roll. <laughs> tappy tap. Yeah, you know, it needs one of the tappy taps. I'm a baby no, over no, here. Will needs, you please? It needs taps. That song they play when people <laughs> die. Oh well, yeah, when yeah, you know what? Fucking dies. DOA, dude. <laughs> now I'm imagining you like uh, directing the Oscars in a big control room. All right, uh, camera three. Yep, uh, get going close. That's good. Um, uh, oh, they're about to announce best picture. Can I get a tappy tap there? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Zoom in close. They don't know what he's tap. saying, and eventually some guy goes out there tap dancing. <laughs> Like, uh, I don't know. No, no, no. I, 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 uh, uh, I, La La Land won. Oh no! <laughs> um, uh, a stringy, stringy pole. <laughs> oh, a the, brassy, brassy thing. The maestro. <laughs> camera move forward. Camera move forward. Forward move. Camera. Pushy, pushy, <laughs> pushy, pushy in in. Now we need a pushy shot. Pushy shot. Right in. Zo- yeah. Push. No, I almost said zoom. No, pushy. <laughs> All right, now after this pushy, uh, Kimball's going to say Mahershala for the thousandth time. Uh And then an across. (laughs) An across. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry. All right. Uh, Not only that, but I had told my girlfriend about this awful film going to great length to prove to her what an awful story it was. My girlfriend, who was now sitting right next to me, my girlfriend, who now watched me pretend to know absolutely nothing about this movie. Yeah, that looked that looked good. I said, attempting to be as cool. Yeah, you got to play this you, now. You as know what, possible. Man? You're like you're fucking tap dancing on a minefield. Like you got you got to play it really cool, right? That's here. a oh, dancey yeah. dance. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> no, exactly. I, and I've been. Uh, we'll get there afterwards. But yeah, you, you've yeah. been to these situations. Sure. Uh, in front of the family, I was making uh, blah, 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 as possible in front of the family. I was making my way into. My girlfriend, with no need to impress anyone, countered, didn't you say that <laughs> oh, was really man. bad? Oh, God. You just sold sucks. me out. That that oh, no. Sucks. Hey, aren't Horrible. you an undercover cop? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said you were an undercover cop, right? Were you wearing the wire on your chest? <laughs> it's like, look, we are trying to do a thing here. Uh, Don't sell me out. <sighs> no. This is unforgivable. <laughs> It's fucking unforgivable. I now, can't believe this. Now I had a choice. I'm getting mad. <laughs> I could take it back. That's called screamy scream. <laughs> um, I could take it. I take it back and possibly crush the hopes of the couple I was trying to impress or uh-huh. stick to my guns, feign ignorance, and let them watch the Will Smith movie they had been wanting to see since December. I chose the latter. No, I didn't see it, but I heard good things. <laughs> yep. As I gave my girlfriend a please stop talking glance. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up that she needed one. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. Well, you you should have worked that that signal out by now. That was, uh, please. <laughs> to quote Al Pacino in uh, Glengarry Glen Ross, you never open your mouth until you know what the shot is. <laughs> That's what we're talking about here, man. Absolutely, dude. You can't be fucking Kevin Spacey being like, no, I sent those off to the you, bank. You right. Your money's with the bank. You can only say that to Jonathan Price, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's in the law. Um, 
all of this to say they rented Collateral Beauty, <laughs> and I broke my promise to myself. It really was as bad as I feared it would be. All because I wanted to look good in front of my girlfriends. Now my fiance says, hey, hey. Uh, family. I would not get over this hump. This is a fucking <laughs> <Jesus>. betrayal. <laughs> this turns into Kramer versus Kramer. Uh, it's a cast of a kid. Uh, have you guys ever feigned uh, ignorance about a movie to impress a romantic interest? Or am I the only weirdo? Love the show, guys. Keep up the great work. Gideon. And yeah, I mean, I'm, we're all creepy movie monsters in this in this room, and sure. I mean, like, you have to play it normal for the normos. And then when you when you're in that situation, <laughs> in a family situation, people are like, "Hey, let's watch this movie," and you know it's not going to be good. You're not going to be like, "No, no," like you no. got to be like, "Oh, that looked good. That looked like fun, even though it's dog <clears throat> shit." And it's not. I've never done this to like impress like a, a love interest, but I do this with like family constantly. Sure. You know, it's like, oh well, that looks good, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, let's do it, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's do it. Yeah, yeah like, this uh, I'll kill two hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just sit here in silence. Like, I remember there was, a, I, I've said this before, but like, there was a there was a time where a relative was like, fuck yeah, not another superhero movie or yeah. super whatever the fuck oh, that spoof no. movie was, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's that put, is, let's put this, this shit on. This is a, a a thunderous difference between. I don't do this. You, I, we know. We all. <laughs> yeah, we all. I, I will Stop. never do this. <laughs> I will say, course, I'm fucking, not watching. This. You'll cut got, your grandmother's throat. We've all heard it before. I got an interesting scenario that it's kind of the 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 opposite. <laughs> okay. Where um uh my my now wife brought her home to ma. Let's uh-huh. meet the family. <laughs> sure. Ma wants to watch a movie. And what has Ma decided the movie will be? Wild at heart. <laughs> no, it was uh, The Skin I Live In. Holy oh, shit! Which is kind of, which is a good movie. It's a very and good I movie. I enjoyed watching it. And I, understand, I understand my mother, so it made sense to me. But it was a weird way to introduce someone into the family. Sure. Yes. That's not a weird. fam watch. Yeah. Oh, not, wow. not a fam watch. That's a good way to sum it up. Hey, how about that Lego movie? You know, like that's totally <laughs> yeah, exactly. fun. That's a fun movie. You know, the bummer about this email though is Gideon does not relay what these Will Smith heads thought of this shitty movie. That is a good point. Yeah, that's I want to know if they were heartbroken. I, I, I think they they thought it was cute. <laughs> it was I was cute. I was staring on the barrel of a gun uh, a couple holidays ago, and it was like, oh shit, what are we gonna do here? And it was a bunch of bad movies on the table, and then Kong Skull Island was there, and I was like, hey, how about that uh, King Kong movie? Because I yep. hadn't seen it, and I was like. Yeah, let's, I was like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah. sometimes you actually, do, I like that movie. Exactly. Yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm, you yeah. get to be the uh, Peter Fonda in that scenario. Like, yeah. where <laughs> in reasonable scenarios, right. like, you don't want to be an asshole, Chris, you know, and be like, let's watch The Skin I Live In, or <laughs> let's watch, like, no, I, I want to watch this movie. Like, you got you to gotta play it to the audience you're with. I don't tell I I they can watch the movie I'm just not going to be there. There's there's a there's this a very a difference. Yes. All right, Eric. Okay, uh Sean Connery loves golf. All right. Hi. Hello. How, How are, are you? you? How you there? How you doing? Hi. Um I really enjoyed the Rising Sun episode. I haven't seen it in years, and I forgot how batshit crazy Sean Connery, the Japanese, was. <laughs> his relationship with Wesley Snipes and this, uh, in this is very much like his relationship with Mark Harmon in the... Uh, the Presidio. Presidio. I haven't, I haven't even heard of this. Movie. It is horrendous. It's, but that was like... The Presidio is a movie that's like 
big with your parents. Yeah. Really? You talk to your parents, they're like, man, the fucking Presidio. You want to talk about a legal thriller that'll mm. fucking blow it's, your head off. It's arguably a hangover movie because okay. like, there's no pulse to it what whatsoever. What is a Presidio? Is it something like if you need if you need me, I'll be in the presidio? For some reason, I think it's like the liaison between the cops and the navy. Oh, so it's not a place. Oh, it's not like, <laughs> or a, maybe not. I I could be completely wrong. I think that's what they called Vader's chamber. Oh, the little ball he's <laughs> yeah, in. He's in presidio. Presidio. Yeah, I don't remember, but what Cabin is saying sounds kind of right because that movie's that movie's kind of like a. Two hour and fifteen minute episode of Jag, and he's right, and, and Mark Harmon's fucking his daughter. That's the big. That's the big hook. Okay, so yeah. invite me over to your house, and you don't even have a presidio. <laughs> Where am I gonna shit? <laughs> no, not shit. Shit, you heard me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Connery has to be the winner of every scene, beat the shit out of stuntmen half his age, and always get one up on his co-star. Oh yeah. As for the golf, Connery fell in love with golf while filming the scene in Goldfinger and has been a keen golfer ever since. Oh, shit. So the scenes in Rising Sun were uh, neither the executive producer assisting on a location or Connery saying, fuck you, I'm playing golf this weekend. If you want to film scenes, you'll come to me, which amounts to the same thing, really. Uh, I think we actually pretty much said that on the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, With that in mind... uh, what are some scenes in movies that stand out to you as clear examples of the actor getting what the actor wants, especially if the actor is also a producer? I'm looking forward to the rest of Snipes giving and wondering if the Nexus will look at Discovery. No. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Well, thank you so much for your correspondence, Nick. And I actually think of... Um, Adam Sandler, isn't he notorious yes, for this? Yes, like 50 first dates, like, oh, I want to go to Hawaii, so mm. we're doing yep. the movie in Hawaii. Oh, those totally. grown-up movies are like, hey, me and my buddies want to fuck around on go-karts, so that's the movie. Right. Uh, not as uh, grotesquely expensive as that, but in all uh, now like contemporary Stallone and Arnold movies, mm-hmm. whenever their character is smoking a cigar, that's just Sly and Arnold yes. saying, fuck it, I'm smoking a cigar. That makes perfect Nothing sense. Nothing to do with the character. Oh, oh, you know what one that I always think of? The act of killing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, th- th- that happens. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. people do that. You know, or like, uh, guaranteed, um, Michael Caine in that fucking Last Witch Hunter oh, yeah, movie. Yeah. He's sitting because he wants to be sitting. Uh, in you know, you ever notice this in any movies that Stan Lee produces? There's always has to be a superhero in it. You know what I mean? And it's like I guess that's because that's his bag or whatever. Like he's, but it's he's like dr- he's getting what he wants so yeah. much. Like, dude, come on, let's. No spoilers because Eric hasn't seen it yet, but I think Thor Ragnarok now contains the worst Stanley cameo. Oh, it's a bad, it's a bad I sec- one. I second that motion. Oh boy. Uh, okay, <clears throat> monsters in the home, monsters on TV. Uh, dear, we hate movies. One day, when I was a young lad, my family decided to go on an outing to see Monsters Inc. at the local cinema. Mm-hmm. I, uh, as an excited six-year-old, asked to take my girlfriend along. Uh, I was such a player then, now homosexual. 
You could be a player now yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. You might be. Huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the terminology. Like I don't the know this person. Terminology. Yeah. So my mom, of course, <laughs> invited her to the house beforehand while waiting for my dad to get home. After waiting for around two hours, oh, my God. dad came home and excitedly announced, "I've got the movie from a guy in the pub." What? <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, I know where this is going. That's right. He had brought home a pirate DVD and had some bagged popcorn, not even microwavable. <laughs> that's what? amazing. Oh, that's it's, low. Le- it's like the leftover popcorn that the theater throws out at it's the end just, of the night. <laughs> man, I mean, well, you can buy like pre-bagged popcorn, like smart food, or as Chris is suggesting, this man hung outside of a movie theater and asked the usher for the garbage bag. <laughs> He just brings it in. He's got two hands. Hey, kids, we're all getting drunk tonight. Uh, I was visibly upset and wasn't going out. Uh, I was visibly upset. I wasn't going out to the cinema. However, my dad assured me it was better this way because, quote, it's way cheaper and I can drink beer during it. Well, <laughs> classic not, dad move. You know what? He, he ain't wrong. Right. <laughs> he might not be right, but he ain't wrong. <laughs> Uh, so me and my girlfriend sat watching this handheld camcorded recording of Monsters, oh. Inc., which looked revolting and ate chewy salted popcorn and did not enjoy the film one bit. Chewy leads me to believe that this was fucking movie theater waste. <laughs> <laughs> movie theater waste. Because if you're eating a bag yeah, of smart yeah, food, yeah. man, it's at least fine. Right. This is like what a movie theater shits. Yeah. Uh, my question for you is, what is the best cheap dad story you guys have? I'm a relatively new listener to the podcast, but have loved every episode. You guys are hilarious. And blah, 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 blah. Uh, keep, what you're, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Daniel from Sterling, Scotland. Well, thanks, Daniel. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the worst, it's not a cheap dad situation, but I, the worst experience of watching any movie ever was, and this is not that long ago, it was at my dad's house. Uh, and he had younger kids at the time, um, and was like, "Oh, who are now older?" Like, That's the way watch- time works. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Let's watch this movie uh, that I got," and I'm like, "You got it." And it's uh, <laughs> and he's like, "Got this movie." It was Land of the Lost, starring Will Ferrell, in the, which is an atrocious non-movie. I haven't even tried. I haven't it's, even it's tried. It's unbelievably Is bad. Mark Wahlberg playing one of those ape people? <laughs> I don't think so. He might have a cameo. It's fucking Will Ferrell. I mean, what are those cavemen called in that show? Oh, the, well, you, the slee stacks are the, the, the uh, what do you call it there? Those are the, the, the little, reptile people. Right. Yeah, whatever. I, but I don't remember. It was this. a really <laughs> horrible boot, too. Like, oh, you know, people, no. people are getting up during the... Like, well, because really they're walking out. It's Land of the Lost. <laughs> it was outrageous. It was like literally just the worst on the worst. Did you watch it in its entirety? Yeah, I think we watched the whole damn thing. Wow, yeah. that's rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mine's already infamous. Uh, the Columbia House uh, scheme. Oh sure, my yeah. Oh sure. Had Jerry rigged it to do my life. Um, yeah, that went on for a long time. And then your dad went to jail for ten years. <laughs> Any bad experiences with a boot, though? Um, an actual boot. Um, I just feel like, uh, you know, every experience with a yeah, boot is a bad yeah, experience. Yeah. I mean, I never had a thing where it was like, 
All right, everybody, let's sit down and as a family watch this bootleg. Like that never happened. That never I happened either. Back in like when the Kazaa Soulseek days. Like, uh, way oh back sure. Way. Wow. And like way, you, way to date yourself. When you first <laughs> learned about it and you were like still trying to get movies off of it oh, for right. some yeah. reason. Yep. And like you were like, oh my god, uh, fucking you know, Blade Two is is leaked early. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> oh right. You know what we saw? Did we all see this uh, X Men Origins Wolverine that yes. early oh, copy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. I'll copy to that yes i did download that's that. the so, only time i've seen that movie in its entirety yeah <laughs> and like when he's too. fighting ryan reynolds on that smokestack at the end it was all just green screen that is a much better movie than what they actually put out <laughs> yeah. that's a really good point i'll buy that uh yeah no just like boots are always terrible i've never actually it's not bought, worth it it's never worth it. i've never uh bought a bootleg off the like no, I've never like that. purchased a Sidewalker's subway tunnel boot. Uh, my brother did once. Uh, like he, came, I think he went on a school trip to New York City. Have you oh, heard about shit. this place? Oh yeah, yeah. And dude, it's the home, concrete jungle where it turns out dreams are made. He did bring home a bootleg, and and we had it in our house for like for some reason we had this in our house for like twenty years before <laughs> I decided to finally like I'm going to throw this away for everyone. It was Tomorrow Never Dies. Wow, really? but. It was a VHS bootleg because it was nice, yeah. back when that movie was 19, in the fucking theater. 98 or whenever that came out. Yeah. So I, I, I've seen that movie probably two or three times on a bootleg. That was like the only wow. bootleg that was in circulation. Also, I did, man, all the bootleg memories are flooding back. <laughs> when I, I went to, I went with my older brother, I also, I went to China in the year 2000 mm. uh-huh. and I bought a bootleg in China of The Phantom Menace. Nice. And I watched the movie and it was a decent it was a really good bootleg for uh-huh. what it was but then huge swaths of the movie were, were edited out so it could fit on like this fucking like cdr or oh wow. jesus <laughs> so it was just like i was just like wait what they Did- didn't just do a two-disker that's kind of interesting i mean i think it actually made the movie better yeah probably, probably, probably would more aggressive cut yeah I, I i wore out my boot of fight club when fight because i just needed to <laughs> wow. oh fight club is so good i gotta watch it every day <laughs> thanks for the bootleg i caught a bootlegger one time mm. in uh the old multiplayer <laughs> Projectionist days, dude. Because I was, I remember specifically looking out the porthole. Odd movie to get caught bootlegging, by the way. Hearts in Atlantis. Oh, really? Whoa! And like, I, I put him in the stockade, dude. I looked down, I saw like a little red dot, and I was like, in Latham, New York, fucker. Yeah, and I went down and I checked in, and I was like. That fucking son of a bitch is bootlegging this movie. Mm-hmm. And like went and got the manager and like this dude got kicked out. There was supposedly a thing where like if you did that and reported it, Technicolor awarded you five thousand dollars. <laughs> Needless to say, they, I didn't see a yeah, cent of oh, that bus. They lost your number real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you you the boss took it, man. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh all right, Steve. Uh ba ba talking grandma take it. <laughs> Come on, Steven. Talking grandma. <laughs> What'll they think of next? <laughs> Shit, an illiterate podcaster. Taking grandma. There it is. The rising sun. Uh oh. Hey guys, huge fan of the show, and I had to write in with a story about the summer of 1993 and losing my grandmother's trust. You see, <laughs> my pudgy 14 year old sest was obsessed. My 14-year-old uh, self was obsessed with Michael Crichton, having seen Jurassic Park four times by the time uh, Rising Sun re- was released in late July. My grandmother, who had just who had just turned 70 at the time, seemed like a prime candidate to fool into taking me to this movie <laughs> because it starred one of her favorite actors, Sean Connery. 
Also, yeah, you'll ready. come to this movie, Grandpa. <laughs> you, oh, we, we, we're getting old together. You remember right? me? It's your boyfriend. <laughs> uh, I sold around the idea telling her that I had read the book. I hadn't. And that there, was, there wasn't anything too objectionable in there. Don't worry, Grandma. I read the book. There's no choke fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I detest choke fucking. <laughs> That's how your grandfather died. <laughs> no. It probably was. It's a character, not your real grandmother. Um, <laughs> uh, I even talked her into letting my friend Pat come along. Oh, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Pat knew it was the deal. Pat, Pat was, he was there for the choke. Fuck, he knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, Pat, Pat, Pat was bootlegging. He's, He's like, hey, Steve, did you tell your grandma about the choke fucking? <laughs> no, shut up, Pat. <laughs> Nice basketball shorts, by the way. Absolutely. It's 1993. Are we going to play Mortal Kombat later? Yes, we are. Okay, cool. And, and the B-52s threesome. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Man, that making the book would be great. Uh, cut to three minutes into the movie when the fucking starts, and I didn't hear the end of it. What the hell kind of movie is this? My <laughs> yep. grandmother exclaimed. Man, that was oh. my father's line verbatim. Mm-hmm. Or the, the shortened, what is this shit? <laughs> It's uh, happened quite frequently. I, I, I don't doubt it. Uh, my grandmother explained audibly in the theater right around the time Ray Wise starts going down on that woman. That's a good time to exclaim something. Uh, I didn't know there was going to be anything like this this movie, Grandma. It wasn't in the book. I just signed up for choke fucking, not cunnilingus, goddammit. Uh, I said, uh, diminishing my argument that I had already read it, uh, that I had already read it even further. Needless to say, about an hour and, and cut to Pat, by the way, is like, oh, fuck, this is awesome. <laughs> this is great. Thanks, thanks, Mrs. Sullivan, for the movie ticket. <laughs> Pat, Pat, stop rubbing your jeans like that. <laughs> uh, uh, needless to say, oh. about an hour later, because that also deepens the crime, right? Because at least, uh-huh. like, if you keep it in the family, you can yell at the kid. But now Pat's getting scarred. He's going, oh, Mrs. Sullivan's awesome. We saw that movie Rising Sun. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Mrs. Sullivan took you to what the fuck she did. Mm-hmm. Then you're getting a call from fucking Mrs. Pat. And then, Lo- loose man. lips, loose lips. Dude, then someone's just yelling at a grandma. That stinks. Uh, um, <laughs> Needless to say, about an hour later, when the dude starts eating sushi off a naked woman, my plan unraveled. Now, the question is, <laughs> well, get up. That's it. I'm not sitting here watching this porno one minute longer. <laughs> my grandmother explained to my friend and I and the rest of the crowd in attendance. Something tells me. Uh-huh. Now, you know what, guys? Like, tell me if I'm crazy. But it was crazy. It wasn't so much the sushi eating mm. as it was the nip dip into yep. the yeah, absolutely uh, more sake. than likely. That is when yeah. that movie graduates yeah. to pornography. Absolutely. <laughs> It took a full Friends three. Forever. You got yeah. You got to come shot across the stage, hon. <laughs> uh, it took a full three years to regain my grandmother's trust, and she agreed to see grumpy old men with me <laughs> oh, uh, just on. a few months before she passed away. That's a really sweet story. Uh, uh, she was a great lady, and I sincerely regret tricking her into seeing such a filthy movie at that age. <laughs> I should have known better, but in the end, she turned out to be the smartest one in the theater, storming out less than halfway through and never looking back. Thanks for all the laughs and a happy Thanksgiving to you, to you all, uh, Steve from Chicago, whose last name is not Sullivan. I just made that up. Right. Just, just oh, that so, is fucking funny. Do I guess have 
uh, any of us had a situation where a parent or a grandparent. Well, I, I've said it before. I, I started watching Dead Alive with my grandmother, and uh, <laughs> well, in the theater, I, I meant. no, it wasn't in the theater, and I was, and I made the decision. I was like, this is a little much. Click. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, this is weird, but like I very, I think I've said this before, like I very rarely went to the movies with my parents. Yeah. Uh, I never did a single solo social thing with a grandparent mm. ever, and I got none left, so it's not going to happen now. Didn't your dad fucking hate the Royal Tenenbaums? Well, that, I took my parents to see Tenenbaums, and I was like, guys, I love this movie. It's This will be the fifth time I'm seeing it. Like, strap in. And they sat there dead-faced the whole time, and when we <laughs> left... My father was just like, I thought you said that was supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> well, by the way, I'm disappointed in you. Oh, well, shock. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to use a story of mine to segue in a story that's not mine, which I love. Um, uh, my mom took me to see by My Cousin Vinny, which is an R-rated movie. We would see, like she would, but it's for language. Yes, exactly. Uh, which is fine. But uh, my fiance was in an acting class where a brother and sister team. She was like, when she was like fifteen, sixteen, two fifteen, sixteen-year-old kids did a scene from My Cousin Vinny. The scene that they did, the scene on the porch when her biological clock is going like this. <laughs> oh, what? And it's like a sister and a brother. That's really weird. That Come on, bro, up. knock me up. <laughs> That reminds me of, uh, remember that improv class we took with the, the dude and his daughter? And yes. like, they always would play, uh, they would always play uh, like a romantic uh, whatever. What? Yes, it was very weird. Wait, uh, they were just trying to get off. There was like an exposition. They were very, uh, they were very nice people, but it always, de- the scene always would evolve into they were like wed. <laughs> yeah, oh lovers. And it was, and what was, the, nobody called was, the police. Hold on a second. It was, it was Jean Reno and Natalie Portman. <laughs> what the bummer of it was, was this was a class on duos improv. So it was only two performers in a scene. And you'd always have to be with that person. And you were always with that time. person. So it was like Steve and I, obviously. But like that, that meant no one could jump in the scene and <laughs> save these people. Yeah, nobody could just yell, stop! <laughs> And like, yeah, no, there, there were no fucking tag outs, man. And it, it was always just like, oh, you're married uh, again, huh? Mm, okay. Like, oh, would you cheat on me? And I'm like, I don't know, man. You're 14, he's 50. I'd like to leave now. Oh, that was an interesting class. It was. Uh, okay, Chris Cabin, we got yep, another one here. One. The last one. All right. Actually, yeah. And uh, oh, it's about something I said. Okay. Um, <laughs> falling asleep on the toilet. Check. Been there. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, a very long time listener. I started listening way back in 2010 or 2011 with Evil Speak. Holy shit. Great episode. Holy shit. uh, And have loved listening to you guys. Uh, In the recent rundown of the Nightmare on Elm Street series, one of you made a joke about falling asleep on a toilet, which brought to mind a story I thought you might all like. I currently live in a different city than my wife, and there aren't any direct flights from my city to hers. That's annoying. Yeah, that sounds tough. Um... So in order to get back, which I try to every month or so, I have to drive about two hours to get to the closest airport with direct flights. That is is dedication. I'm already tired. (laughs) (laughs) You You know what? This isn't working out. I'm tired. (laughs) There there really are only so many good podcasts. Uh, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Oh, let's not destroy their marriage. Come on. (laughs) Uh, recently, uh, a small airline began offering flights from the, from my city to hers on small business class jets. 
Since I wouldn't have to drive as far, I figured I'd try it out since it would save me a lot of time and wasn't that much more expensive. The Jets have seven seats, one right in front of you when you board, and then three rows with one seat on each side of the plane. That's, this is already freaking me out. I, yeah, I, 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 I would I never get on a plane that's Not for anything safety-related. No. no, 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 no. Motherfucker's talking to me. <laughs> like, oh, well, there's only three of us on tonight. Let's get yes, to know each other. Little, fucking suicide. It is a bit intimate. Yeah. I, 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 I can do without that. Ugh. Um, Ugh. On my flight... <laughs> Uh, out to see her, I was the only passenger on the small jet, which was pretty cool, and I spent the flight chatting with the pilots. Uh, you know, talking to a pilot, that's pretty... This is how you get I your, would not, yeah, talk to the this pilot. This is how you get into, like, a night flyer situation. <laughs> you know? Hey, you know what uh, John F. Kennedy's Jr.'s last words were? <laughs> what was that? That's because, you know what, you don't talk to the fucking pilot. <laughs> I think this actually sounds appealing, because one of my... The thing I hate the most about flying is... You land, and then you wait fucking 75 fucking minutes yeah. for everyone yep. to get their luggage yep. and their snot rags and their <laughs> fucking filth and to move it off the flight. So you It know, is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. So if I only have to deal with six or under, mm-hmm. I'm good. You're mm-hmm. off in four minutes. And you have headphones. Yeah. We all have headphones. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I have headphones. Uh, I'm wearing headphones right now. I, I, I noticed. <laughs> we all are. Uh, on the return trip, like a plebe, I had to share the plane with a few other passengers, so we all settled in for the early morning flight. I was on the, I was the last on, so I had to sit in the last row with the gentleman in front of me and one to the right. The seat in front of me was pretty far back, so I knew I was going to get pretty uncomfortable on the flight as I was thinking about whether to try and adjust my seat or move elsewhere. I noticed... An open seat and a little alcove behind me. I thought it was funny how there was obviously an eighth seat on what the airline advertised as a seven-passenger plane, but I shrugged my shoulders and moved to the back. The gentleman to my right looked at me funny as I moved back there, but quickly put his earbuds in and ignored me. I sat down, buckled my seatbelt, and promptly fell asleep in the darker, slightly enclosed space. Uh I see where this is going. Oh, dear. Oh, God. After about an hour into the flight, I woke up and started listening to something on my iPod. As I was sitting there, I realized, huh, looks like there's a door I could close here. <laughs> oh, there's a mirror in here. Oh, didn't, didn't the pilots on the first flight mention there was a... Be- oh, 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 shit. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> in my defense, there was no sink and there was uh, there was a padded seat. On top, sorry, of the uh, toilet with a normal seatbelt. I suppose I must have been really tired to not notice. And the quizzical looks of the other passengers were now obviously curious about why I was trying to use the toilet before we even took off. You, uh, anyone else watching American Vandal? Uh, and I've seen much, the first couple episodes. How much I love how much that kid lo- hates padded seats on toilets. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great fit, man, and it's totally true. Padded seats stink. Are it's awful. disgusting. Yeah, you is, the, I feel filthy. like I'm I'm like shitting on a couch. No, yeah, it's like oh, let me fucking take a dump in this pillow. <laughs> no, you gotta go to the antique shop. Yeah, you do. And I mean, like honestly, though, it's 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 that and the sweat. When you get the sweat, now oh, you get the yes. fucking going. ass sweat, dude. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> so padded seats. Yeah. Awful. Not a fan. I agree. The worst. Um, needless to say, I was pretty embarrassed, but due to the gentle, uh, gentleman in the same row as me adjusting his seat, I literally could not get out of the bathroom and get to the <laughs> seat I had been in originally. I spent the rest of the flight worried that the pilots or other passengers were would give me shit about sleeping on the toilet. 
for the whole flight. But thankfully, I'm not sure anyone else noticed. Uh, they did. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they definitely did. Somebody was like, that guy's still fucking up. He's still in the toilet. Like, they were purposely being quieter than normal, so you would continue sleeping on a toilet. All right, <laughs> I guess I'm not taking a piss today. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen, for your wonderful podcast, and I wish you all the best in the future. John and Providence. Ooh, Thank yeah, you, John, and I'm sorry you had to embarrass yourself like that. And <laughs> it's, it's rough. Let us it, know it sure is it. rough. Oh, I've fallen asleep on toilets before, man. Oh, yeah? Uh, there, was, uh, there was a couple times. Um, County it, fairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, like if I, um, where I work is a movie theater, mm-hmm. you know, type place. And my old office was in the theater itself. And, you know, sometimes I get like really bad headaches and I just need to like sit in the dark for a little bit. Mm. And there was definitely one time I went, I would go to the booth bathroom and I would close the door and there's no windows or anything. It's sure. dark as shit. I wouldn't turn the light on. And I would just kind of sit on the toilet and just like kind of like chill out in the darkness for oh, a It's like bit. a sensory deprivation yes. tank. Yes, dude. It definitely <laughs> I've is. always wanted to do one of And I've always I've wanted to it. take a shit in one. <laughs> oh, how was it, Chris? It's great. Uh, and did I you, fucking... Did you get naked in it? Uh, no, uh, swim trunks. Oh, yeah. okay. Did you see shit? Um, you just yeah, you can. Did I you mean, co- now the question is, did you come out of it and turn into an ape man? Um, that happens no. in altered states. <laughs> no, he came no. out of it and Bob Balaban gave him a joint. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, Bob Balaban casually smoking weed at that party in that movie oh, yeah. is kind of technically the best part of that movie. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Oh, but what I was saying was I totally fell asleep on a toilet for like an hour. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. God. Yeah, it was fucking humiliating. I'm not sure if I told this story. Uh, my, my friend's bachelor party was in Canada. Uh, after a raucous couple of days there, I had to get a, a train back to New York uh, with a couple of my friends that I didn't trust anyone else to wait to, including myself to wake up. So right. I was like, I'm going to be the one that stays up the whole night, oh, no matter what. And it's like, bad. And it's like five o'clock. We have to wake up at seven. But I'm like, I'm not missing this thing. So I just have two hours to kill, and I'm like uh, trying to watch a movie. It's not happening. I'm in a, I'm in a hotel, and I'm like, all right, I have an idea. I'm going to go in the hot tub. That'll wake me up. That'll wake me right up, uh, and I'll also mistake. I will watch I will watch a uh, uh, whatever's on the TV because the TV in the hot mm-hmm. tub room it's a porno. No, no, no. no. I'll a fist full of me. dollars. The guy's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm watching Bulletproofest. I'm watching iRobot. Oh, oh, that'll gosh. put you right out. And I'm also uh, enjoying a tall glass of water because it's just left over and it's sure. gonna go to waste. Yeah, man. Why wouldn't you? And you are just, living the fucking dream. So I feel like Tony Soprano a little bit. <laughs> sure. Like a low rent, fat little Tony Soprano, but sure. I'm falling asleep in this this hot tub like i watched the movie like but like taking like six minute naps and like every couple of oh, what's going on oh that's a that robot huh? you are lacking some gabagool <laughs> oh, yeah, i wish i, I had gabagool. I, I, I must point that out. i thought you were going to tell the story about that time we were drinking downtown at that scuzzhole bar the patriot oh and you totally <laughs> fell asleep on the toilet with the fucking door locked <laughs> And our good friend who's guested on the show before, Vinnie Bresco, had to fucking kick the door down. I wonder why I didn't tell that story. <laughs> I will say... Um, it's a lovable tale. You know what? I will say that one night after drinking at the Patriot, a couple pitchers deep, immediately got immediately got home. At, it was a treasure to Queens, uh-huh. and I just puked all over the bathroom. Nothing good ever comes from visiting no, that bar. No, And uh, uh, one in Toronto, mm-hmm. um, we were... Like uh, trying to sleep at like 4 a.m. And a guy we all know 
who I won't say on the podcast here. Sure. I won't say the name. I think sure. you mean Montreal, by the Montreal, way. Montreal, yes, you're right. Because um, we used to be able to just drive up the highway oh, yeah. and you could drink decided it. Decided this, a packed, like, a, a, a hotel room packed of, like, teenagers. Uh-huh. He decided to take a bubble bath <laughs> and fell asleep in the bubble bath. Yeah. It's relaxing. And I think you had to wake him up. I didn't get that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> You fell asleep in an ATM vestibule on that same trip. I did. <laughs> and, no- dem- and nobody noticed. <laughs> they did now, motherfucker. That's WHM Mailbag for the month of November. Get your holiday tales into us for oh, the December Mailbag, yeah. man. Disappointing Christmases or something. You yeah, know? What, what did you want to get? What mm-hmm. did you get? Yeah. yeah. Coming, coming back uh, semester of college, first semester of college. Oh, yeah. right? oh those are there. Yeah. You're disappointed. Thanksgiving just happened. Somebody must have gotten into an argument at that table. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. Mm-hmm. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Until the next time we open the mailbag, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum podcast. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.